We're so glad you've joined us for Sharing the Victory, the weekly radio program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Today we're going to hear some athletes and coaches address the issue of pornography. How do you stand firm on your convictions? If I was to take this stuff to work, I would be fired. And I consider this organization to be a professional organization, and I I consider it to be work. I've come here to work, and this is a work environment. How do you say no when everyone else says yes? I learned through this that we don't have to be Super Joe Billy Graham Christian to make decisions like this. We don't have to have all the answers. God wants us to be obedient with opportunities He puts in front of us, and God will take care of the rest. How do you guard against the temptation of lust? The fundamental issue is not coming up with strategies to fight it. The issue is, is Jesus Christ a living reality in my life? Not this silhouetted figure on a distant hill. And now here's the host of Sharing the Victory, speaker, author, and assistant football coach at the University of Nebraska, Ron Brown. I'm so glad you joined me today for this very special program, but it's a sobering one. Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 says this, Stand fast, therefore in the liberty by which Christ Jesus has made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage or slavery. Do you know that many men in America are in slavery over sexual impurity and addictions of all sorts? But you know what? No matter what you've done, do you know that you can be free today according to Galatians chapter 5 verse 1? you got to listen to the rest of this program because we're not just here to tell you what to say no to. More importantly, we're here to tell you who to say yes to. I want to begin this program by visiting with Phil Dawson, the outstanding kicker with the Cleveland Browns, and before that, a two-time All-American at the University of Texas. We did not bring Phil Dawson on because he's an outstanding kicker on the football field. We brought him on because he understands through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ how to kick Satan out of important arenas of his life. Phil, welcome to the show. Hey, man. Thanks a bunch. It's great to uh, be back with you after all these years. Here's what I want to tell America, and this is why you and I got in touch with each other some 12 years ago. Uh, I had... um, Notice, right before your senior year, you were selected to college football's most prestigious preseason All-America football team, and that is called the Playboy All-American Team. It's been 50 years in existence in this country. And uh, when you think about Playboy magazine, Phil, uh, uh, we, we, we all know that it's perpetuated sexual lust and exploitation for years. And I believe Playboy magazine and Penthouse and the Hooters stuff that's going on with, on Fox TV now, and, and yes, even Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition has driven a stake right down the gut of this nation. And, and the sports world has dragged a lot of that stuff in. Phil, you turned down that prestigious team back just before your senior year at the University of Texas. It was a bold move from a young, early 20s guy. Why did you turn that down, Phil? You know, I could sit here and give you all the political correct answers and things we've been taught in church and and all that, And, and if that same decision came across my radar screen today, it would be a much easier decision than it was then. But I was, I was a kid, uh, who obviously wanted to be recognized as the best at what I did. Uh, why wouldn't you want to participate in that? And initially, when I was notified that I'd been selected to this honor, my initial reaction was yes. Uh, I faced a critical decision. You know, I, I, I was either going to sit there and, and accept this honor and ignore the things I knew to be true from the scriptures and things that I had been taught from my parents 
who were godly people and uh, things that I had been had been explained to me through Reagan Lambert, our team chaplain, who's the mm-hmm. Central Texas Director of Fellowship Christian Athletes. I could ignore all that and go participate in this honor, or I could turn it down. It was really that simple. And after much discussion with solid group of people around me and wrestling with this decision back and forth, uh, I decided to say no. Hmm. And I learned probably the most influential lesson of my life through that was, you know, I I was someone who wasn't super mature in my faith, although people would like to put me up on that pedestal when they hear about something like this. I really wasn't. Hmm. Uh, I didn't have all the answers. I wasn't uh, the most obedient person at that time. Uh, I was just at a point in my growth, in my spiritual growth, and God gave me an opportunity to grow through that. Hmm. And I, I learned through this that we don't have to be super Joe Billy Graham Christian to make decisions like this. We don't have to have all the answers. God wants us to be obedient with opportunities he he puts in front of us, and God will take care of the rest. Hmm. And I went on to see, through turning this this honor down, I came to see many of my teammates come to know Christ. I came to find myself in discussions with people who had never before shown any interest in God. Hmm. And it was all because they came to me to find out if I was crazy. You know, Phil... Why did you just say no? And all I had to do at that point was explain to them that I believed God had a st- has a standard for all of us, and although we will never ultimately live up to that that standard because we are sinful people, uh, we should try. So after coming to those conclusions, I turned it down, and, and that single decision continues to influence how I live my life to this day. Phil, you, you've said some very powerful things. And uh, one of the things that really struck me is that uh, we wait to feel that we're qualified to make such bold statements or to make bold yep. moves. And, you know, one of the things that uh, that's happening here in America, we, we have got tons and tons of men who are going down for the count with the issue of pornography. We have mass sexual addiction. And that's not just in the unbelieving world. That is in the body of Christ. Uh, we have we have spiritual leadership has fallen. I mean, it, it is just all over the place. And, Phil, I think a lot of us uh, men generically have lost our authority to stand up because we felt like we have been involved in sin in our lives. And so, therefore, what could we ever say? Instead of finding the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ in confession, repentance, and the, the, the slate being cleaned by the Lord Jesus who wants to clean that every day, and still, as you mentioned, standing up for the Scriptures and, and living that out. And so, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just a, a big shame factory that's going on right now. And I love the fact that you were willing to say no, uh, but, but you highlight the point, most importantly, Phil, that you said no only because you were able to say yes to something more important, and that was the exactly. Lord Jesus Christ. Phil, we want to thank you for being on our show. This has been some – it's a very critical issue. It is ripping through the fabric of our homes today, and you, uh, I believe, stand as a very important cog and, and a representer, an ambassador of the Lord Jesus Christ in this realm of life. And thank you for your words of insight and your vulnerability to be able to share this with us today. Ron, I appreciate it. I I love what you're doing there, and it's always great to talk to you. Phil Dawson is awesome. Coming up next is a personal friend of mine and a fellow soldier of Jesus Christ. His name is Marty Everding. He's a former assistant soccer coach at the University of Nebraska, now working with Sabre Ministries. He's got some great things to say about who to say yes to when it comes to winning in Christ. 
This is Sharing the Victory, the national radio show from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Here's a quick hit from Michigan State basketball star Drew Neitzel. As a college athlete, our, our lives are very structured and uh, high demand um, on our time. So you know, I try to set aside a time, whether it's 20, 30 minutes a day, uh, either early in the morning or before I go to bed. And, you know, just try to spend some time with, with the Lord and, and, and grow in my relationship with Him, whether it's uh, different devotionals, whether it's different books I'm reading at the time, and definitely um, in Scripture. Quick hit from FCA. Hi, this is Jill Ewart, editor of Sharing the Victory magazine. For more than 30 years, Kay Yao has guided the North Carolina State women's basketball program. In the March edition of STV, you can read more about Coach Yao's legendary career and how she keeps her faith despite a long battle with cancer. Also in the March STV, Adrian Griffin of the Chicago Bulls shares his testimony in his own words. To subscribe to Sharing the Victory magazine, go to sharingthevictory.com. That's sharingthevictory.com or call 1-866-STV-5031. I am thrilled to have a great friend, a guy that I met in the coaching ranks at the University of Nebraska. Marty Everday was an assistant soccer coach uh, for a number of years at Nebraska. And Marty, you and I used to have a lot of lunch together and, and used to talk a lot about the Lord. But more importantly, on today's special feature about male purity, Marty, we have you here because you have founded Saber Ministries, which deals with the issue of sexual purity in men. It's something that's very close to the heartbeat of God. And Marty, we know that the sports world, and I will call it the sports cat, has dragged in all kinds of things in the house. And one of those things has been sexual impurity of all sorts, practically pornography, even on commercials that we see today, as well as uh, sports journals, you name it. Welcome to the show, Marty. We're dealing with a very heavy subject here, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's my pleasure, Ron. Uh, yeah, as you were saying, you talk about the analogy of, uh, of dragging a cat in, and uh, obviously in the sporting world, you don't have to look too far, you know, to see that that's indeed the case. And there's a, there's a great darkness that masquerades as beauty and loveliness and freedom. And of course, as believers, we realize that uh, freedom is is God's way; it's not man's way. And uh, you know, the sadness is that we have behind this liberation of sexuality, we actually see a bondage that has emerged in it. And, uh, and, it, and it unfortunately has gripped a lot of men, not just outside the church, but uh, obviously it's well reflected in the same kind of bondage inside the church. Marty, we have a number of Christian men who are listening to the show right now, mm-hmm. and the statistics are enormous. For example, one of the stats that comes out that's eye-opening is that last week, 52% of pastors viewed some form of pornography mm-hmm. intentionally. Mm-hmm. Marty, it's, it's, it's just over the top. And yet it is the elephant in the room today in this culture that nobody wants to talk about in the Christian church. But what do we do with this thing called pornography, which has gripped millions of people across this nation, many of them Christians? What I think the root issue is, is this. You, you can't have a just say no mentality. You know, if you think that, well, I, I think I do want to be in freedom um, and so I'll just say no to the internet smoke as it's, you know, if I'm typing away at work and that smoke comes in and it comes in loudly because of the fight I had with my wife the night before and I'm feeling sorry for myself and I'm just a click away. 
the, the fundamental issue is not coming up with strategies to fight it. Mm-hmm. The issue is, is Jesus Christ a living reality in my life? Not this silhouetted figure on a distant hill, which I think he is for the great majority of male believers. We, we think about, okay, physical intimacy, a, a, a man and woman, and we think that's the depth of intimacy? Well, on a human level, yeah, but that doesn't come close to the reality of Christ in you, the hope of glory. Mm. And I think if Christ were more of a living reality in people's lives and there could be not just an intellectual assent with respect to Christ is my atonement, he's my justification, and getting all the facts right, right, right. it hasn't gone from the brain to the heart and therefore it hasn't pumped out into all the little hidden recesses where our blood goes. Mm. And Christ says, hey, be transparent, open the shutters of your life. God is not against you in your sexuality. I mean, good night. He made it. You know, that's not something that man came up with or the devil came up with, for goodness sakes. He made the beauty of a smile or a kiss or a hug. And when they're done according to his ways, the rewards are great. You know, you think of uh, Psalm 19, talking about God's commands and what he says. In keeping them, there is great reward. Reward. Huh. Well, how about that? I have a fierce fidelity towards my bride. 17 years, a fierce fidelity towards her. Well, guess what? When I resist any kind of temptation, any kind of temptation, whether it's so gentle, you know, some, someone walking down the street, are my eyes going to go to the sidewalk as she walks by? What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Right? It's a quote little thing. But God translates every single obedience into the reality of in keeping them my way. There is great reward, buddy. And then two days later, you wonder, as you are making love to your wife, why it's so sweet and glorious. Why? Duh. Because you're, you're, you're doing things God's way. What a great reminder of what it means to be intimate with the Lord Jesus Christ and how that flushes everything else out and brings to reality that which is most important. That's where the power comes from. Our guest today has been Marty Everding, former assistant soccer coach at the University of Nebraska, founder and director of uh, Sabre Ministries. Marty, thanks for being on the show today. My pleasure, Ron. I told you that was going to be good. We know that many of us struggle in this area, and you can find encouragement at Marty Everding's website, which is called Saber Ministries. That is S-A-B-E-R Ministries.com. Sometimes when you stand up for what is pure and right, the sacrifice can be huge. Coming up next, we'll have the courageous story of a former indoor football player, Troy Vermillion, when Sharing the Victory continues. FCA impacts coaches, but don't take our word for it. Here's Appalachian State football coach Jerry Moore. FCA for me was a time in my life that I began to really study and read the Bible. FCA made me want to grow. I've been coaching over 40 years. I can't tell you the number of men that their lives have been touched. God only knows how many men and women. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes has changed their lives. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes at FCA.org. That's FCA.org. Sharing the Victory is more than just a radio program or magazine. Sharing the Victory is available 24 hours a day at sharingthevictory.com. At sharingthevictory.com, you can click on radio and listen to the program online or subscribe to the podcast. There's also articles, testimonies from athletes and coaches, and a place for you to submit story ideas. You can also download Sharing the Victory wallpaper for your computer. Check us out online at sharingthevictory.com. That's sharingthevictory.com. And now back to Sharing the Victory with our host, Ron Brown. My guest today, from the state of Colorado, Troy Vermillion. 
Maybe you've heard his story, maybe you haven't. An unusual strength and courage from this 23-year-old former wide receiver with the Colorado Ice. Now, Troy, the Colorado Ice is a indoor football team, and they have a number of indoor leagues around the country. You were ninth in the league in receptions. You were the leading receiver in your team. Give us a little bit of what took place. You were on an away trip, and give us an idea of what was taking place on that bus that led to a very unusual uh, scenario that took place. I actually just decided, you know, that I was going to go speak to Sanders. I said, you know, Coach, I, I have a very strong moral conviction uh, about, you know, movies with nudity in them. You know, I've been told we're going to watch The Wedding Crashers, and I, I would prefer not to watch that. Can we watch this movie, Invincible? Um, and he basically told me, well, I'll give you my computer. You can go sit down. I said, Coach, there are TVs all throughout this, this bus. Mm-hmm. And he continued you know, to say that he's not going to press, you know, the will of a few on the many. And I said, Coach, you know, I, I understand where you're coming from. Please allow me to, to get off the bus. And, you know, my wife is not that far from here. If I get off the bus here now, we can go up there and then we can talk about this at a later date. And he told me I was not going to get off the bus. I'm a part of the team. And so I said, okay. Well, if that's the case, then can we please watch this movie? Well, he, he finally agreed. He says, yes, we can watch that movie. Uh, I went back to my seat, and I sat down. And about 15 minutes uh, into the bus ride, they uh, decided they were going to go ahead and turn on the Wedding Crashers. Now, now, let's just talk about the Wedding Crashers for a minute. Troy, this movie has an unedited version as well as an edited version. The unedited version did not show up in the movie theaters. Is that right? So you you guys were going to watch an unedited version of The Wedding Crashes, which displayed tons of nudity. Is that right? That is correct. Hmm. Well, Troy, the reason we're bringing this up today is you have not had a long established career as a football player and many of the guests that we have on are well-known athletes but what I am most interested in is your bravery and in your hurt and in your pain uh, instead of digging your head in the sand when this issue came up on that team bus you were willing in a respectful fashion to go to your coach and try to explain to him the reality of of the effects of this, what it could do for that football team in a very negative way, and and certainly what the pain that has caused you, and most importantly, your stand for Christ. Well, Troy, you know, and not only are we talking about hardcore porn, we're talking about the subtle stuff that's out there that would create uh, an avenue of lust. And particularly, you look at a number of the commercials, advertising, even for sporting events on television, you will see even things like hamburgers being sold with a lustful mentality to it. We know of the addictive nature of pornography. There are many, particularly men in this nation, Christian men as well, who are addicted. And so I'm appalled that the head football coach for your team, the Colorado Ice, did not respond. And not only that... Troy, why don't you finish the story for us? Because it wasn't over at this point. What happened after the bus ride? I wrote him an email just saying that if I was to take this stuff to work, you know, I would be fired. And I consider this organization to be a professional organization, hmm. and I, I consider it to be work. That's, I, I've come here to work, and this is a work environment. 
but then he, he actually called me up to his hotel room, and uh, we discussed these things, and he told me not to worry about the situation, that he understood my moral beliefs, you know, we would work this out, and that my, my you know, position with the ICE was not in jeopardy, only to find the next week that as soon as somebody showed up, they took my position. Hmm. Obviously, your position was not replaced because of your lack of performance. Again, you were the leading receiver on the team. You were ninth in the conference. You were a very productive player. It appears to be clear that the coaching staff had a problem with you and the stand that you took publicly, particularly regarding pornography. And so I, I want to encourage you. We could learn a lot from you for the stance that you took. And so the Lord Jesus Christ's name has been glorified as a result of this story, and it came at a cost. You lost your job. Not only did they bench you after the game, they removed you from the football team. It's sad that that happened. But you know what? I rejoice, Troy. I rejoice with you because you took a stand for the Lord Jesus Christ, and I guarantee at the end of the day, he's coming in like a knight in shining armor, and justice will be done. In the meantime, he's got a great plan for you. Well, thank you, and I, I appreciate your prayers and, and your support um, so much because uh, right now, um, you know, really all we got is that and, and the Lord, so we, I, we really do appreciate it. That was Troy Vermillion, who as an indoor football player took a tremendous stand for purity by rejecting pornography on a team bus. Ephesians 5.11 says, Do not participate in the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. God will give us grace, but he wants us to expose our issue to him and, and, and then get help. There may be some of you out there who are struggling with pornography addiction. There are places to get help. Again, one place is saberministries.com. Also, we talked about being intimate with the one that we say yes to, Jesus Christ. And for those of you who are unsure that you even have a relationship with Jesus, you can go to the website morethanwinning.org. On deck is the president of FCA, Les Steckel. He'll be up next on Coach's Corner. Keep it right here on this special edition of Sharing the Victory. The work of FCA can be summed up in four words, coaches, campus, camp, and community. The four C's are vital in fulfilling FCA's vision of seeing the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. There's FCA staff in your area ready to partner with you in seeing this vision through. To find out how you can get involved with FCA in your community, go to fca.org. That's fca.org or call 1-866-STV-5031. Our guests on Sharing the Victory next weekend include Jerry Colangelo, chairman of the Phoenix Suns, and Jerry Moore, head football coach at Appalachian State. I think our whole calling is certainly to, to teach players to compete and to be real men, but also to make a difference in their lives. We will also hear from FCA President Les Steckel. FCA is about reaching America for Jesus Christ. Join us next weekend for Sharing the Victory. Welcome back. I'm your host, Ron Brown. It's time now for Coach's Corner with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes President, Les Steckel. In my 30 years with the U.S. Marine Corps on active duty and in the reserves, there were a great many life lessons and leadership principles I learned. One of the most effective, not only in battle conditions, but in all of life, is known by the acronym SMEAC. The title may sound strange, but the words these letters stand for are extremely important. 
SMEAC stands for Situation, Mission, Enemy, Action Plan, and Command and Control. I'm sure you can see how these are terms that are vital for the Marines, but can you also see how these are valuable for you to know at all times as well? Today, let's consider the first letter, S for Situation. Perhaps you've heard someone in one of those police dramas on TV say sometimes that, we got a situation here right now. You know immediately by the tone of their voice that they're talking about more than just a situation. What they mean is they have a big problem. But a situation doesn't always imply a problem. Webster's Dictionary defines a situation as three separate concepts. One is a location or position. The second is a state of affairs or circumstances, and the third is an employment position or simply a job. Whether you are in the military, education, business, government, ministry, or any field of endeavor, you certainly want every day to be secure in knowing that, one, you are in the right location, two, what your circumstances are, and three, what you can do in your role or job position to improve the situation. I have discovered that at times like this, I have to ask myself another acronym, and that is just simply ASK, A-S-K. I ask myself, what is my attitude toward the situation? What are my skills? And what is my knowledge? How will I and how can I respond? That's ASK, Attitudes, Skills, and Knowledge. As a leader or manager, you want those who are depending on your guidance and direction to sense you have a positive attitude, possess the leadership traits necessary to accomplish the task, and know what things must be done to be successful. Advanced education and extensive on-the-job experience certainly can help instill confidence. But we are reminded in God's Word that it is God alone who is totally adequate to meet any demand placed on us. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 says, our sufficiency is from God. Therefore, regardless of your situation, remember that you can be confident in the direction God gives his children. Be confident and go in peace. Look, we know it's been a little heavy today. But thanks for letting us go deep with you in Jesus Christ. It's the only place to go. We're all in this together. We just pull together in the name of Jesus Christ, and we begin to conquer in his name. Next week, there'll be another great show. I'm looking forward to talking to you then. And remember, there are two ways of doing sports, God's way or man's way. Which will you choose? Have a great week. If you have any questions or comments about sharing the victory, we would love to hear from you. When you log on to sharingthevictory.com slash radio, you'll find a place to make a comment, ask a question, or nominate a player or athlete from your area for one of our features. While you're at our site, you can listen to previous programs online or subscribe to receive the free weekly podcast. Again, the website is sharingthevictory.com slash radio. If you prefer, you can also contact us by mail and phone. Our mailing address is Sharing the Victory, 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. Again, that's 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. Our phone number is available for you Monday through Friday at 1-866-STV-5031. 
That's 866-788-5031. Thanks for your prayers and support of this ministry. And make sure you're with us next week at the same time for Sharing the Victory. Sharing the Victory is a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA is the heart and soul in sports.